Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. It's Trina Meyer here. We're only talking there on the show the other day about uh, some great holiday reads. And sometimes when you take your holidays, it is the only time you get a chance to, to pick up a book and it's when you can really, really enjoy it. And on the line, we have author Etna Shortall. Hello, Etna. How are you? Hi, Trina. I'm good. Thank you. I feel like I talk to you around this time every year because <laughs> you seem to have a book out every year. Is that the thing? Well, in, in most years it has been. I missed one because of a baby and another because of just like COVID publishing schedules. <laughs> but like in general, I'm aiming, we aim for a book a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, um, I was doing book signings in um, a warehouse during the week and they were like, oh, last time you were in, you had your, you had a baby with you. And I was thinking, I was like, yeah, that was two years ago. I'm not a baby anymore. Actually, I remember you coming into studio with a newborn baby. Was Maybe that was, yeah, it was like two or three years ago. I've got, actually, I have two of them now. But two yeah, of them there now. was one, exactly. And there was one year where I had my son and then the book came out like four or five weeks later and I was breastfeeding so he had to come with me so he, he came on the tour. Yeah, yeah, well he was great. He was a great guest to have in the studio. Very quiet but a great guest <laughs> all the same. So the latest book, I, I had to laugh here when I was looking at uh, the, the latest book and do you know the way you go to other authors and they, they give a quote after reading your book uh, what they yeah. thought about it and the one here is sharp, funny and uh, brilliantly observed. I absolutely loved it. Laughed out loud uh, by Andrea Mara who's my sister-in-law. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny because uh, Lucy was mentioning her book the other day. Lucy Kennedy on The Breakfast Show had been oh, reading yeah. her book on holiday and didn't realise the connection. So, so Gas, it is a small world in the world of writing. So the new book is yeah, called yeah. The Lodgers. Tell me all. So it's about an older woman who takes two younger lodgers into her rickety but large seaside house in Swords. So Tessa is 69 and she, so she's not particularly old, but she has broken her hip and she needs some help around the place. And she won't be happy about that because she's one of those people that would rather help than be helped. You know, she spent her whole life as a social worker. She's an activist. She's involved in her community centre. She wants to be the one helping, not having people come in and, you know, clean up after her. So she views this instead as she's giving free accommodation to someone during a housing crisis, which is also true. So she advertises the room and this uh, one guy, Con, in his 20s, late 20s, he's turned up He's just back from Dubai. His brother has died in Ireland and he feels a sense of responsibility and he's come home and he really wants, he's insistent that he must get this room in this house. We don't know why. We find out later. But um, he's there for the room, yes. And then Chloe, who's a little bit younger, she's in her early mid-twenties, she turns up. She's a courier. She's there to deliver a package. But she just so happens to have left home for the first time that morning, packed up everything without a word to her mother, just left the house. Again, we don't know why, not yet. Um, and then when she gets there, really realise there's a room up for grabs so Con and Chloe start to compete with this room and so they don't get off to a great start. Ultimately Tessa takes the two of them in she has two lodgers and it's basically about the relationships between them the dynamics between them and I guess this idea that your family isn't always the thing you're born into. Blood isn't the only definer of family and that you can, you know, maybe you don't get the parents you deserve or maybe ties are difficult or you lose your family but you can build another one and and we, you know like the family is... um, is defined by more than blood. So it's interesting, right? Because when you when you do that kind of a house share with strangers, and I don't know uh, whether you've done this in the past, Etna, it can be a real experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you're you're oh, kind of you I don't know whether you're living with a weirdo or whether you're okay. No, I know. Like I've done the thing where you share with friends, and obviously that that's grand. Well, usually, geez, like you have no idea of what you're getting into, but then. 
I have, you know, you share them with strangers. Like when I wrote my first book, I went to London to do it because I didn't know if it would work out or not. And I took a three month sabbatical from work and I thought, well, I'll go somewhere. So at least it won't be a total waste of time if I never manage to finish it or get it published or whatever. So I went to London and I was living with, well, I knew one, one of the girls and I didn't know the other girl at all. And she was, she was odd I would say she was very nice but she was odd and she ended up as a character in that first book because uh, you know you're just like you are you even real like you feel like someone I would read about so I decided to put her in the book she was very possessive of the fridge and counting exactly what had been in the fridge and if stuff had been moved and you know this kind of mad behaviour and like you like you, you, you have to take a chance and I suppose even more now because you'd be so desperate for somewhere to live that you're not going to turn down a place because of the, you know you mightn't get a great vibe from the, the I remember uh, talking to a friend about a housemate they had and uh, the individual would put um, a laxative into the milk if they were going home to the country at the weekend from Dublin to ensure that nobody oh nicked his milk. Yeah, to ensure that nobody nicked his milk and if they did, they suffered as a result. <laughs> Imagine. Did they, did, 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 did he admit to this? Or yeah, yeah. did they find out oh, because no, no, they no. stole the milk? <laughs> he gave forewarning. He said there's laxative in the milk now. Whether there was, there wasn't. They weren't going to take the chance. Yeah. He'd rather pour the milk down the drain than share with the housemate. Yeah. And I, I get it sometimes. You know the way they nick your food and that. But um, you drop a milk a cup of tea. You're going to have the same. You're going to have great experiences too. Like I, I was living with two friends and I moved out and I just thought we'd like, we'd kind of become codependent. We've been living together for so long. None of us were in relationships. We were all happy about it because we were all just providing that support, you know, for each other. Like we were mm. just so, such a little close friend group. And so I moved out and they were two lads and then they got someone in on my face, uh, another woman, and she ended up marrying one of the lads, one of my friends that I had, uh, that I had been living with, you know, they moved right. in their housemates and they got married. Someone like, well, if I hadn't moved out, you know, you never would have met and there's just some random person they put an ad up online and then uh, his future wife moved in. So, wow. you know, it can work out very well sometimes as well. Yeah. That's, a great, that's a great story, isn't it? So really you're a matchmaker as well and you didn't even know it. Well, no, I've always been a matchmaker. I'm actually very proud of my matchmaking abilities. Now, obviously that one, I didn't, but yeah, that was just by fluke. But mm. um, my first book was about a matchmaker and I had um, I had, had much experience. I've had two weddings, three if you count that flatmate one. But uh, yeah, I've, I've set up two couples that have ended up getting married. So I'm pretty proud of a good yeah. good race, you know. Very good. She'll yeah. be charging um, people soon. The first, yeah, book, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the first book you mentioned there, Love in Row 27. Uh, you had Grace After yeah. Henry as well and Three Little Truths as well. And uh, I know we discussed yeah. in, in depth before about the uh, residents' WhatsApp groups. Um, I, I, oh, yeah, I, do you know yeah. what? I after you were in, I think the last time talking about that, I was texting you, going, "You won't believe what what's come up on on today's uh, WhatsApp group in the Residents Association." You opened my eyes to this because I would only moved to the area no, and I didn't know. Yeah, it's one of the best things about that book was because sometimes you write something and you think, "Oh, it's too far fetched." Like, but the best thing about writing that book really was all the people that sent like you know tell you stuff from their own WhatsApp groups or like in DMs and Instagram. You get like screen grabs from different residents WhatsApp groups and it's great and you're like oh, alright I actually maybe I didn't push the madness of that far enough you know like, oh no oh <laughs> like no sometimes you're, yeah like they're mad truth is stranger than fiction yeah 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 I, I, yeah, I can remember some specific ones from your from your stories from your <laughs> like, if I libel your neighbours yes we'll say um, no more <laughs> Okay, well, the new book is is a great a great feeling to see it in the bookshops because I'm sure you know when you go in and it's there. Like it's one thing 
getting it finished but actually seeing it in a shop is brilliant yeah yeah it's only it's only like it's only just out so I've seen it a couple of places and, and, and uh, mainly like people sending me photos like, like you get pictures from you know places I have never been like the Waterstones in Leeds like a friend sent me a picture of it there you know like I'm like oh that's just great like I, I can I have no connection to that place and the book just exists I always feel particularly odd about being in America because I've never seen I am I have been to America but not in years and I've never in person seen my books on the show there, I just I get tagged in photos or friends on holidays or whatever might send me pictures and it's that seems there's such a disconnect between me and that you know yeah. um, but it is great to like go into your local shop or cycle down O'Connell Street and I just look in the window of Eason's and you can see the book there and it's lovely really really special and I guess also like you realise how many books are out there like I used to be an art journalist and get send copies of you know a lot of books that were coming out and you just feel like there's so much competition and there's so many great books and so it does feel very special if people read it people buy it but also like if bookshops but it's you know facing outwards on their shelf or it gets a little bit more of a display like that does feel great you know because not every book gets that and you don't get that in every shop there's so many great Irish authors at the moment as well isn't there but there is and and we're really good at supporting our own like like I think the community of writers of authors is is very supportive in Ireland but also book buyers like if you look at the chart it's always the majority of the authors in fiction and non-fiction it's always Irish authors you know which is brilliant like we do actually buy our own writers and look often the stories are set here and we want to hear stories about ourselves or you know in places that we're familiar but there's there's something lovely about that that we do support our own and we buy books in relative to the population we buy them at a, at a really good level like you know beyond the UK What did you say there Etna you said that you used to work at? An arts journalist Because there's so many people yeah. isn't there that had different jobs all together and then try their hand at writing a book and it's become their career now because it went so well. Yeah, but unless you're like, you know, from a lot of money or independently wealthy in some way, like you couldn't afford to write. I couldn't have anyway without having another job there because it's not like you know, if you graduate from this course, you will definitely make a career as an author. Like, you're yeah. definitely taking your chances. The odds are against you. Most people that finish a book, uh, well, see, the thing is, it actually starts before that. Most people that try writing a book will never finish a book. If you finish a book, you're already winning. Most people that, you know, finish a book probably will never get it published. Like, so, you know, you, you're taking a lot of chances. And so, you, like, I was reluctant to give up a day job until I had a few books written and kind of knew, okay, like, this could be a viable career. I mean, it can always end, you're only ever as good as your last book but um, I kind of think like just from a practical point of view you have to do that and even then when you do take the leap you know I, I have this is my fifth book but it's still and I, I just became a full time author last summer and it still did feel like a risk you know but yeah. I mean it's going fine so Well far, you're in your rhythm yeah. absolutely uh, Etna Shortall's yeah. new book it is called The Lodgers Enjoy It Sit down and read it and take that time for yourself. It's important to have time for yourself as well. So uh, a great hobby as well to have reading. I love reading. Etna, it's been lovely catching up. We'll probably talk to you Thank in a you. year Thank with you, the Tina. next one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. All okay, right. Take thanks. care of yourself. Thanks, Mill. Thanks, Tina. It's Thank Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. Thanks a million. Bye-bye. Bye.